How can we as creative educators and entrepreneurs find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by and share our vision all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced. Hey, hey, it's Alyssa with the Teacher Hustle podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking a chance on me. I'm a fifth grade teacher, toddler mom, and serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and bringing you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We are going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's bring your wildest ideas to life. Hi, Alyssa. My name is Megan. I'm about three months in since launching my blog and business back in June, but I'm starting to feel very isolated. While I'm at home every night grinding away on the next steps for my business, my friends fill our Marco Polo chats, breaking down what they ate for dinner, the latest Netflix series they've been binge-watched, or the amazing workout class they got to go to in the middle of the day. Seriously, who has time for that? But in all honesty, I'm not disappointed per se, because I have a lot of clarity and drive regarding the direction of my long-term goals. But I'm just here, helplessly wondering if it's so common to feel bouts of loneliness throughout this teacher hustle journey. I just feel like no one can relate to me. Do you have any advice? Megan, I was so excited to hear this question from you because I feel the same way and I thought it was just me. So having a vision for your online business can be really stinking lonely and I can totally relate to that and I have some advice for you, which is really just a big old reminder to myself because I need this reminder from time to time too. First of all, it's hard to find people in real life, I do that in air quotes, who share our love of work. Because an online business is not just work for us, so it's a little bit different. It's a creative outlet, and it has the potential for us to earn a substantial income, one that allows us to contribute to our finances in a really significant way. It's also a way for us to continue our learning, something that we as educators, we just love to do. You know, we're lifelong learners. To me, it's totally exciting to spend my Friday night writing social media posts or creating content for this podcast. And I know that's not the norm. And I also know it can be tough for those who don't have this drive or they don't enjoy doing this to relate to doing that, which can make things really tough. And I'll use the example of Kate, who I call my work wife. She is a perfect example because she always listens to me talk about my business and I tell her all the things that are going on. Uh, We work, we like share a door between classrooms. So we talk all the time. And she's tempted by the extra income when I tell her about that part, but it's not her thing. She's not into it. She doesn't like creating in PowerPoint, so TPT is out. She doesn't particularly like getting on the computer or creating content or anything like that. So if she did have an online business, I'm sure it would be an online boutique or something because she likes fashion and all of that, but it's not her cup of tea. She doesn't want to do it. She's great because she'll still talk business strategy with me, but she's fully aware that the whole thing is just not her jam. And we laugh about it, mostly she teases me about how nerdy I am to do this when I have downtime, but she acknowledges my hard work and respects the income and impact I'm searching for. And that brings me to another point. We have to reframe the way we think about this special drive, what I call the teacher hustle. I don't know about you, but when my real life friends find out about my business or they ask how it's going, I say, it's fine. It's good. 
yeah, it's really good. Great. And then I try to change the subject ASAP. I cringe when they say things like, wow, you must work all the time or how do you do it all? You know, you have kids and you teach and you have business too. Wow. And I come up with some line where I say something like, oh yeah, I might have a good business, but I'm really screwing up motherhood or some other line that pokes fun at my own work. So why do we do this? Why do I do this? Why do we take this side hustle of ours, the side that wants more, that loves and embraces the opportunity to connect and create as owners of our own business? Why do we take that and make it small with words like it's no big deal or I'm not as good at this as you think I am? Why are we so quick to minimize the work that we do? It's because it's comfortable to be small. It's more comfortable to remain humble about our aspirations and accomplishments. It's uncomfortable to stand out, to be different, to be visible, to want something more, to put yourself out there. It's way more comfortable to say, oh, oh, that online thing, it's no big deal. It's just something I do, you know, when I have a little extra time. This business is not just something you do in your spare time. Let's face it. Cleaning is something you do in your spare time. Reading is something you do in your spare time. You work hard for your business. And if you're anything like me, sometimes you really prefer that work to going to the movies or going bowling or whatever your friends are doing. Because when you start to feel success in your online business, that drive grows and grows and grows. And suddenly the movies feel like a big old waste of time. And you know that I'm not saying don't go to the movies. Go if you want to. I love a good movie. But whatever you do, don't give yourself the guilt speech when you don't want to go to the movies because your self-care is different than someone else's. Your self-care is creativity. Like an artist or a writer, you love to create content or learn about marketing or to create products to dream, to see those dreams through. That's wonderful. That is self-care. That's your time. You're doing something majorly huge. Let's acknowledge that. It needs acknowledgement because it deserves that. You deserve that. You're working hard to learn, to create that content, to market your product, to create a brand, all because you want to make an impact, a greater impact on classrooms around the world. You want to take your ideas to teachers and students everywhere. You want to make some well-deserved money doing it too, and that's okay. None of this is something to be taken lightly. You are an example for your kids and your students and your friends friends and everyone around you for how hard work and dedication can really pay off in huge ways that we could never even have imagined. Not everyone is going to get that. Most people relax by going to the movies to each their own. They'll ask you how you did it when you're able to buy your family a guilt-free vacation at the beach. Who wants the movies now, people? The beach is way better. (laughs) So how can we grow our circle of people who understand our drive? Because it's incredibly important to have a place that you can go to laugh and vent and cry about this side of your life. Just like you can call your mom when you mess up your cooking, or you can call your best friend to vent about your kid. You need a group of people you can chat about your business with. The best place to find like-minded educators with that drive for that online business is, of course, online, because there are tons of educators all around the world, just like you and me, looking for these same connections in the online space. We're looking for other people like us in the online space. So I would suggest starting with Instagram and just start engaging with other business owners that you can relate to as they pop up in your in your feed interact with them, engage with them, the ones you connect with, the ones you have an instant like, oh, I think that we would be friends in real life. Start chatting with them, DM them. Chances are they're hoping to talk to someone like you too. And oftentimes if you get chatting with one person, they'll introduce you to others they know and all of a sudden your circle has grown. 
Another place to reach out to like-minded educators is Facebook groups. You might find a group inside a paid Facebook group. So a group of people that you kind of click with inside a paid group if you took a course or you belong to a membership and you have a paid group that goes with that. Or you could post inside of a free group. But I do prefer the the paid groups because you know you're on the same level of commitment to your business as the others in the group. And plus you can keep your group kind of smaller on the smaller side if it's a small paid group that you're in versus a great big huge free Facebook group where you might get a lot of responses back if you put out something about wanting an accountability group. So create a post that says you're looking to form an accountability group. A group of girls inside the Teacher Hustle University crew did this and it works out so well. It's informal. They have a group DM on Instagram. They check in once a week on their goals. They chat, they joke, they express their frustrations, whatever, and then they get back to work. This simple check-in gives them a place to turn for support and a group of people who will check in on each other. It's a business game changer to just have that go-to group. Local meetups can be really powerful as well, especially if you live in a larger city. So check your local meetup groups and be sure to check out the Rising Tide Society on Instagram. You can download their free guide to creating a mastermind group and sign up for the local chapter near you. Our local chapter uh, met last month at a cute barn in our area. It was such a great idea. They met together and they um, took brand photos. So we had a makeup artist in the group and photographers and just was a little fun session. It, it's so fun. You can also find local business owners to connect with on sites like meetup.com or on LinkedIn. Now, our area has a co-working space, and this space has quickly become my favorite spot to meet other business owners. It's not just the melt-in-your-mouth scones or the fact that they have this really cool telephone booth you can sit in to make calls, and I always want to sit in there. What I love about this space is it's centered around local business owners. Everyone there is open to chatting about all things business all the time. And they even hold classes for everything from vision board creation to calligraphy, you name it, they have a class on it. Just working in there one Saturday morning a month even in an environment like that reminds me that my people are out there. And I love meeting new business owners. I love networking and surrounding myself with people who understand this drive. We all have our own zone of genius, of course, but we have one thing in common. We can't shake the urge for personal and professional growth, and we are fine with that. Let's go back to that mastermind concept I just talked about for a minute. A mastermind is a more formal gathering of like-minded business owners in person or through an online meeting space like Zoom. This is a more formal opportunity to be accountable because you will have planned out your meeting times where you come together to chat, brainstorm, and support one another. And you'll have a format in which you do this every time the same way over and over so that your meetings are planned out. You can create your own mastermind or you can join a paid mastermind. A paid mastermind is usually run by a business coach who's there to be sure each mastermind member is pushed to their fullest potential. So paid masterminds are one of the highest levels of support you can get in your business because they are intimate, they are curated so that the members are really in this on the same page in their business, they're at the same level, they're designed to help you push through mind blocks and rethink your business in ways you may never have thought of before. Now a mastermind you design on your own can work really well too, but it's got to be run well. So think about any meeting you've attended where people seem to drone on, And before you knew it, the time for the meeting was up and nothing was accomplished. 
That's not what you want to happen in your mastermind meetings. You want every participant to leave feeling like they've been heard, they've stretched their thinking, and they have action items they want to try out and check in about in the later meetings. You'll want a structure for your mastermind meetings that you follow every time. You want to keep the group on track. You might have each member check in on their goals from the last meeting, then talk about struggles or things they're working on now, while other members of the group brainstorm and provide different ideas. You'll want to have somebody in the group take notes as those ideas are brainstormed. Maybe you put a Google Doc on a shared screen so everybody can see notes as the brainstorm ideas are being given. And then let the member who's kind of in the hot seat choose a few ideas to set as goals for the next meeting. So that gives a sense of organization to the group, gives you some roadmap to follow, and it gives everyone a chance to speak, and it allows for a certain amount of support and accountability within the group. However you find your people, whatever way makes the most sense for you, go for it. It's a little scary, I know, chatting with new people, showing up to a meetup, or posting about putting together an accountability group, but that's what makes you incredible. That's what makes you different. This entrepreneur life isn't always easy, and sometimes it feels like we're the only crazy people in the world sitting behind our laptops in our free time, but I swear you are not alone. Surround yourself with those driven people. Surround yourself with people who can strategize and brainstorm with you and watch your business and your relationships grow. If you're looking for a supportive group, but you don't want to search high and low, don't worry. The Teacher Hustle You crew is the most amazing group of educators and the conversations they have in the group each day surpass what I could ever try to plan out for the group. Get on the waiting list if you're not already for Teacher Hustle University over at alyssamcdonald.com slash framework. Thanks so much for listening to the Teacher Hustle podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get the latest episodes. If you have a question for me about marketing, mindset, momming, or even life in general, really anything along the lines of anything that I talk about, you can send me a voice recording over at alyssamcdonald.com slash askalyssa. That's A-L-I-S-S-A. No, I could never get those personalized pencils when I was in elementary school because I spelled my name with an I. Anyway, if you have a question and you send me a voice recording, who knows, your question might be featured on the next podcast. I can't wait to connect with you and I'll see you back here next week.